G'day, welcome to Brownlow Bar, where myself, Bards, Nev and Tybo discuss all the weekend's footy action, our Brownlow votes thus far in the season, and what's hot and what's not in the rest of the footy world. Yeah, welcome back to the bar, boys. Welcome, Ty, Nev. Big round of footy once again, boys. Round six, all over. Uh, what do we think of the footy, boys, over the weekend? Yeah, I had a great time. I don't know about you guys, but um, that was uh, good football all Catch, around. You caught a few games then, mate, over, over the long weekend? Yeah, I had to watch um, some replays. There was a few Saturday games while, while we were out at football, but um, yeah, it was good to, to catch up, sit down on the Sunday and you're, you're footy all day. you time to watch a frigging replay. Yeah, mate. Yeah, bloody well, especially hell. when the Cats are playing. She told me, she's like, oh, we haven't watched the Cats replay yet. I like, hear you, bloody right. Let's get it on TV. Bam. Jeez, I, just, I was happy. Yeah. I, I was think happy. she wanted a bit of peace and quiet, mate. Kick you outside at the bar and That's true. do her own thing inside. <laughs> yeah, just keep away from you. Um, yeah, boys, fair bit to take you out of the weekend all up. Um, school's out, Tybo. You got the bell there, mate. Give it a ring for us. <laughs> oh, slack. <laughs> um, school is out, fellas, and this is what we learnt over the weekend. Um Superstars got wiped out left, right, and centre, fellas. Um, we're talking Lockie Neal, Dusty, Danger, Dunks, all of them likely to be out this weekend. Um, yeah, huge news, in, just in particular for those different teams, I suppose, because they do rely heavily each side on those players. Um, emergencies. They weren't even dressed, boys, for a game of footy. Christ almighty. Adelaide, what is going on there? We'll touch on that quickly. Want to know your thoughts. Um, I've done it, boys. I'm claiming it. I have officially found the worst haircut in the comp. We haven't put the poll up on the socials yet, but I'm telling you now, I've got him nailed. I reckon I know who it is too. <laughs> oh, far out. What a shit do. But anyway, we'll get to that very soon. <laughs> um, and the team I want to know about this week, boys, is the Suns. Where are the Suns at at the moment? In uh, Yeah, on, on the ladder, I suppose you'd say. Where do you see them finishing up at the end of the year? So, uh, yeah, boys, what have you want to yarn about first there? Oh, superstars, obviously, it's not good that they're out. Um, we love to watch every all the great players play, so it's going to be a shame, especially for those teams. They've got to try and cover them. So, but it is a part of football, so get on with it. Yeah, um, definitely. It's a shame that they're, they're missing out. And you spoke about it earlier in, in the year, Nev, that um, we're seeing more of these um, high ankle syndesmosis injuries. Um, and they, there was about four this week alone. Um, yeah. And, and we've got two out at the moment um, in Neil and Dangerfield with syndesmosis injuries. Yep. Um, and they're like two of the guns of the comp, a couple yeah. of Brownlow medalists. And, we, we've, I suppose we won't encroach yeah. too much, Nev. You've probably got a fair bit of news for once this week, so <laughs> we won't get into too much detail there. But um, the only one, the chance at playing boys is probably Dusty, but he'll be gone, won't he? He was heavily concussed. Concussion, so, mate. 12, yeah. 14 days, 12 days. It, it could even be two Can't weeks remember. yet. So. Too many. Plus, it, well, I think it was an eye injury too, so... Yeah, right. And Dunkley, uh, yeah, gone for an extended period. I suppose you'll touch mm. on that too, Nev. But that is huge in regards to, I guess, the way the Western Bulldogs are playing. And uh, I don't think it tests their depth. They're about the only team because, that can cover that. Because they've got so much depth, <laughs> yeah. But um, that said, he's still important to them. So it could be... Um, yeah, it'll could, change things a bit. Yeah, there, change the dynamic, mm. dynamic, but mostly, boys, it could change the voting for uh, the likes of Bontempelli, Trelaw, McRae. It's probably elevates their chances a little bit higher. Where we said at the start of the year, they're getting a bit widespread. Um, so that's a bit less cool. competition there. But yeah, very interesting. Um, right, Anev, throw it at me. What's the worst haircut? Uh, is it? Is it 
what's his name? Trey Rusco. <laughs> oh, Is that him? Absolutely. I fucking knew it. Fucking pin the tail on the donkey. That's it. Oh, I have seen better heads in a pistol. Looks like there's a dead animal on the oh. back of his skull. Oh, and that, and that was before I saw his hair. No, no just kidding, it's Trey, rubbish. if you're listening. But my God, I mean... No wonder why he can't get a game. Oh, he wouldn't be able to get a route either. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trey. I'm all for a bit of uniqueness and uh, I suppose you want to be a bit flashy. But I'll tell you what, you're the one bloke going out with a weird hairstyle that's an AFL player who is probably still getting knocked back. Um, <laughs> mate, sort that out. Anyway, we've got a few to put up on the socials, so... Uh, we will do that, boys, and we'll create a poll. But That's Trey... quite, quite a spray for Trey. Trey. Oh, oh, Trey, honestly. Anyway, you've, yeah, you've picked, straight picked away. it like a dirty nose, Nev. Um, <laughs> Tom Lynch, what's yep. your thoughts? Well, Very quickly. he has the same name as the biggest flog in AFL, and uh, <laughs> he's the biggest flogging, flog in Adelaide right now because if he had been ready, they probably could have won that game. Four points, wasn't it? I think they went down by. Yep. Um, yeah, honestly, like you've had to keep a bloke out there when you could have replaced him instantly. Um, the coach has come out and defended it. Really, he's just have come you out. Seen, have you seen what he said? Oh, He said he's not injured. He's not injured, mate. But he needs painkillers to, to play. play. Yeah. yeah. He's and a he flop. has had to for a while. Yeah, that's probably why you've been leaving him out of the side, mate. Yeah, sure. Sure, they have better players that they could have on their mercy list that aren't You don't injured. play as a player as your... Well, You've it is a utility, utility, really. It is a utility. Can he run through the midfield? Because you'd like to think your emergency sub's never going to get used in that first quarter, and he'll get used maybe second half, probably more often than not. So you want someone with just fresh legs and athleticism that can run a mark. Not, He's not, not a key That's forward. not him, though. <laughs> so let alone one that's carrying injury. So yeah. I think there's more questions to be asked there than just the fact the bloke wasn't ready. It's the fact that, Jesus, mate, you're telling the rest of these kids that are coming through your ranks that they're not good enough to play ahead of a bloke that's half... Well, he's playing on painkillers, so... Anyway. And just a shit football. Just, yeah, really, really bad look for the club there, so... Yeah. Um, what else do we have, Bards? The Suns, boys. Where are they at? What do you think about them? Well, uh, they're not too bad, mate. They come off a great win on the weekend um, against Sydney, who who um, we've been pretty impressed with. They're sitting down in 11th, which is only a win out of the eight. Um, they got a pretty tough draw coming up ahead, though. Um, they play... In the next five games, they played Geelong and Brisbane, um, who finished in the top four last year and um, and aren't doing too bad at the moment. Um, they've also got Collingwood, St Kilda, who are a bit up and down, and Shit. Hawthorne. So they could win those three games. Um, well, they could win them all if, if they actually played how they can play. We've seen them play before. Um, but they've got guys like Raul, who um, they've actually put him put a number on, on his time yeah, now. Right so on. he'll be back at some stage in the near future. So Eight I think, still, um, yeah, they're, but they're working things out without him there. You know, everyone's playing, playing their part and they're looking pretty good. So top eight, bottom eight, Ty? Whoa. Top eight at the end of the year. Yep. Gold Coast Suns, first ever finals appearance. Hope so. Nev? Hope so. No, 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 no. <laughs> None of these hope so. They could, you they might not. You didn't even let me sat, finish no. what I was going to say. Give us a bloody answer. They're going to finish ninth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, eh? That's as close as sitting on the fence. So we'll call we'll call them Richmond. They'll win three flags soon. Well, mate, they got the youth there. I think that's why their best and their worst is still so far apart. Is mm. the the amount of youth they've got? They just once they get behind, they tend to just fall away a little bit. But when they're in front, they're really good front runners. So um, yeah, I don't know. 
Ninth, I think. On with you, Ty. I think they're a top eight side. So um, get after it, Sonny's. I think the likes of Tuke Miller, um, Noah Anderson coming up, they're just playing some of the best footy they ever have. So, yeah, Lockie Weller. They need um, to make really it because good. Stewie Juice got to be st- not under pressure yet, but if they don't make it this year, then there's got to be a few questions start to be asked, yeah. I reckon. And it's, and it's not on the back of the Swans win either because, don't get me wrong, I think you're right about the Swans, Nev. I think their younger bodies might right, need mate. that rest. I think they're hitting that little lull. Um, but anyway, I'll wait and see if the Swans can, can revive what they had at the start of the season. But uh, yeah, I just think the Suns are good enough to beat the good sides anyway. So Very good, boys. Highlight and low light from the round. Yeah, my highlight uh, goes to Mitch Duncan with his big barrel from 65 out at halftime. Um, it was huge. He's, it was he's had it. And he's on a bit of an angle as well and just fucking kicked the leather off it and um, spoiled it through. They originally called it touch, but... Um, video ref overturned it um, and yeah it was just you don't see that very often anymore and he, he let rip um, yep. he was in the middle of an interview on the sideline at half time when um, they were still going through the the, um, the if it yeah. was a goal or not and uh, yeah he, he sort of gave a cheer while he was doing his interview and showed the crowd how he kicked it um, yeah it was it was brilliant all around great Nev? Um, might have to be the bloody the showroom on Saturday night Saturday night showroom Ferrari rolled out, and uh, geez, he looked good. Mate, he, he's in the form of his life, I reckon, and I reckon he's a form player in the comp right now. Oh, Christian well, Petracker, obviously. Yeah, and you'd be a blind man to think that he wasn't in the form of exactly his life. Exactly right, but mate, he, like, he's, yeah. he's next level. Put it on, didn't he? He is next level right now. Like, no one can touch him. Fair, fair. Yeah, um, just great to watch by. This would be quick for me because obviously we don't coincide with each other what we're going to talk about here. Um, and mine was also Mitch Duncan. I absolutely love any goal after a siren. But when someone comes out to rip a barrel, there's no better feeling. I think the last one I remember, which I love, which was better I might add, I'm pretty sure it was Hunt, Jaden Hunt. Oh, it was huge And too. it was enormous from outside 50. It was probably 65 out and just absolutely let rip. And yeah, for Melbourne there, about one, it probably been two years ago now. But uh, anyway, yeah, awesome, awesome thing to see. Lowlights, boys? Uh, my lowlight is um, the West Coast Eagles form away from Western Australia. They have won zero games uh, interstate this year. Um, last year when they had to come over for COVID, they had a terrible run here as well, um, or in Queensland, sorry, um, as well. And um, it, it took them going back home to WA for them to actually string a couple of wins together. I don't know if it's a mental thing going on over there and they just can't travel or I don't know what the hell they got, what's going on there, but they need to sort it out because you can't be that dominant and have that sort of list play so well when you're at home and then just go to water when you And get towed leave. up too. That's it's like right. they drink bath Smash. water before the game. Dead set. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it's very Dead poor. Set. Very ordinary. Yeah. Uh, Milo, like, uh, dunk, got to be Dunkley, shoulder injury, mate. Um Obviously popped it out and then went off and then come back on without strapping and played again and popped it again. I reckon if they had strapped it, maybe it might have not been the eight to twelve weeks out that he's going to be. So yeah, um, I don't know if that's mismanagement or. But surely if you pop a shoulder, like even at our shit bush footy level, yep. if you pop a shoulder, bang, the tape goes straight on it. A bloke of that quality, exactly. just, just to send them back, send him back out anyway, is probably not needed when you've had a five and zero start of the season. Um, I was surprised they sent him back out and didn't just, yeah, do what they could with it and make sure they worry about it. Yeah, next like week, it could have been like four it. to six, but instead popped out again. Obviously, as soon as it generally pops out that second time, surgery generally to fix it, isn't it, Ty? It just adds more strain on those ligaments. Yeah, yeah so, so yeah, that, just a shame to see a, a gun who was killing it this year after 
possibly looking at leaving the dogs. Yep. But I tell you what, his value is through the roof because his form in the start of the season is good. So if he's going elsewhere, they're going to have to pay through the roof for him. Absolutely. Um, mine would have to be buddy uh, Lockie Neal, another superstar of the game, boys. Um, just the, the infringement with the umpire. I know it's minor. It, it seems minor in that. But to me... Um, he he knows better than that. Uh, at the end of the day, I know he had clarity. He's bleeding, and he and, he, and I genuinely believe he's just trying to get the umpire's attention to let him know that hey, mate, I got clarity all over me. I have to go off, stop the game. But in my opinion, he uh, it, it doesn't matter who you are in the game. If the umpire doesn't see you when you call out the first time, and he's just ready to get the game underway, well, well, that's it, mate. You worry about telling him the next stoppage, okay? When you run across right in front of him, you don't have a right to to touch him or you know to get his attention. There was no malice in it whatsoever. But for me, that was Lockie Neal going, hey, hey, I'm Lockie Neal. You need to listen to me. No, 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 mate. You listen to me. I'm the one in the green. Uh, don't touch me. So, yeah, I just didn't think it was a good look. And I think, I, I really do think he knows better. Um, Could have just dived in front of the umpire. He's pretty good at doing that. Well, yeah, well, oh, come on. But once that ball clears the area, he's only got to sprint himself off anyway, realistically. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it wasn't that crucial. And uh, I, reckon yeah, I didn't like it. It was a bloke that just showed a little bit of ego for me I reckon it's more important five weeks of frustration maybe starting to come out I reckon so well, he's, for the he'll first. have a bit of time to cool well, off now got, yeah, well, if, yeah, if he so. goes off though um, in that instance without the umpire knowing um, they don't get to replace the player yeah, fair. but if, if the umpire counts. knows and says blood rule has to acknowledge it. they have to they have to oh, replace the player at the stoppage no 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 um, the player comes on from the bench to that stoppage. They, they have to wait for him to go and replace the player. Oh, okay. Whereas if he just went under his own steam, um, they'd be one player down at the stoppage and be outnumbered. Yep. So maybe he's just trying to say, yep. oh, look, totally I need to go. what he's doing. But let's be honest, if that ball went up and it landed near his feet, he was still going to... Ch- he was able to chase it, get it, clear it, and then mm. they would have noticed it and called him out, wouldn't they? Mm. So Burnt the ball, covered in blood. He could have just gone on with it. But uh, mm. yeah... Um, all right, well, let's head to the newsroom, boys. Never have a bit to talk about, I'm sure. All righty, newsroom, boys. A few big ones here. Uh, Dunkley, obviously, we spoke about it. Shoulder reconstruction, it is. Three months minimum, they're saying. So that's, what's that, 12 weeks. Shit, that gets him back in time for finals, but he's not going to be match fit. So bit of a shame there. Um I just want to mention this bloke because he's a hard luck story, but Ling Jong, Hemi, three months, needs surgery. That Bloody, I don't know how his jaw's not broken. He's only out from concussion, but dead set robot jaw. Don't know how that broke. It went out sideways, you see it? It's disgusting. Um, O'Connor, Hemi. So that's going to affect opponents um, that they come up against because they obviously lose his tagging ability. So that's one to look for, possibly. Um, Hewitt got a concussion, so next he'll, he'll be out next week, obviously. So he won't be there to tag any Geelong players. So, yeah, no tag there. Um, Neil, ankle surgery, eight weeks. Um, could help Dev Robertson's chance in the Rising Star if he gets a bit more mid-time. So just watch out if he gets that mid-time. Um, Dusty got a concussion, so he's out for a week. Brad Hill, he's been garbage all year, but he's done an ankle. Whitfield could be in this week. Not saying yes, but... Yeah, it's listed as one week, so it could be in. And Hearn might be back. They're the sort of, yeah, main ones. Sweet. So. Yeah. Um, Tim English got absolutely fucked up. 
He's he's Tim gibberish now. <laughs> he can't speak <laughs> yeah, at all. Tim Spanish. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, it would be sore for a while, wouldn't it? Um, it was out the side of his face. He's actually playing this week. No, though. he's got out for oh, with concussion. concussion yes, yeah. I was going to say, holy. But, it, but no broken jaw. Yeah, yeah. His jaw was like backwards. Rubber. It was phenomenal to not break a jaw there. But mm. uh, yeah, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the O'Connor one, actually, I do find it interesting there, Nev, because... For me, he's probably been the informed tagger of the comp uh, he's this been year. Good. So that's really good for those sides that have have him in the road ahead. So, which um, I suppose Ty, I'll touch on a bit in the temperature check a bit later. But um, yeah, I'd like to know who who's coming up against him. That's sort of in the Brownlow counts over the next well, few you weeks. Got JPK Parker next week. Is it Sydney? Uh, yeah, right. Sydney. Swans this week. But um, yeah. the other thing too is he he tags, but he still gets twenty plus disposals. So their disposal is going to go to someone else, like a Menegola. Selwood's been on in good form, so we'll just see if they pick up those. Yeah, and and it is a small concern for them too, because obviously the danger out as well. Um, the guys that they've tried to play through the middle since Welsh Danger was out, pretty average, weren't they? Like yep. They weren't really getting the job done. Um, so and then you got Parfit. Anyway. Goes Parfit might have a run this ten, week. Yeah, Parfit gets ten disposals one week, forty the next. Yeah. I mean, they bring yeah. Simpson back in potentially, and Parfit. Then yeah, he's yeah, pretty close if, as well. The likes of Jordan Clark and that that have been on the fringe that everyone thought was going to break out just hasn't really done it. So Geelong might come back a little bit again um, after a good win. Other ones said Dusty. Um, this is so he'll miss another week with this concussion. So he's pretty much missed two games there without votes um, he was pretty average on the weekend before he got yeah. got KO'd so um, it probably dints his chances a little bit but he's still right up the top you know he's still in with a shot hopefully he's back only after a week yeah one week I don't think it'll impact him too much hopefully that's depends what, what the eye the injury about, the turned out the thing about Dusty and, and we all know it well those of us that do the vote tallies regularly um, he doesn't get votes every game anyway he only he, he only gets just, three he, or none yeah that's right yeah. he's he either lights it up or he just plays good footy, or you know, and his team generally lose when he's only playing good footy. <laughs> but yeah, when he lights it up, it's a three vote, and it's normally one in every four games, you know. So yeah, it's threes or nothing. So all right, Is that it. News done. Yeah, Shannon Hearn's got a few votes, mate, but I don't see him after those couple of weeks off getting anywhere near enough now to compete for the Brownlow. So yeah, I don't think so either, mate. So yeah, okay. very good. Done. Let's get into the votes, boys. Righto, boys, I'll kick things off. Um, surprised the Giants held on for as long as they didn't, this one, to be honest, but I just felt like uh, the dogs were waiting to put into overdrive for mine. Uh, and I had Jack McRae on top with the three votes. Couldn't deny his 40 disposals. He also hit the scoreboard. But like we've mentioned this year, he's, he's doing the other two things, the tackles and the marks around the ground now. Um, yeah, and he's just so much more noticeable than what he was when he was just scooping handballs that are fed to him out the back door. Um, he's just doing everything, so... God, he's going to be up there, boys. I'm telling you, he's a top five finisher this year. Can't argue with that, mate. Three votes, Jackson McRae. 100%. Three votes, McRae. Very good. Uh, my two votes, boys, went to a side kicker, his, I suppose you would say, and that was Tom Liberatore. Um, I could see how a few people might have lent towards uh, maybe Trelaw and that in this one, but Libba, um, mate, his clearance work was phenomenal. Uh, he hit the scoreboard with a long bomb on the left outside 50. Um there just there was nothing that I didn't like about his game. He was the in and under, and he's tackling. We all know he's a tackler, and for me, uh, that's where he won it over Trelaw and that and Bont. Like I said, uh, if they're close in disposals, I'm all about the tackles, and he laid ten of them. Huge. Yeah, he was good. Not in me votes. Um, I, I I wondered I, that. Yeah, I went with Trelaw. 
So I think, yeah, you could have picked either of them. But I've just I've just lent the Trelaw the Trelaw way. Thirty five disposals. He also hit the scoreboard. Made five tackles himself. And I don't think Trelaw's known much of a big tackler. So um, yeah. So but thirty five disposals and kicked that goal. Had to give him a two. Yeah, I've gone Libba. Trelaw's not in me votes at all. Um, Libba is just yeah contested beast and two goals on the on the scoreboard. Yep. And my one vote, boys, nice and quick on this one is Toby Green. Um, I just thought he was the reason GWS did stay in the game for so long. 40-point margin. I normally wouldn't give the one to the opponent, but he was really, really good, boys. And, yeah, he's the shining light for that team at the moment. I split this one. Green got half, and then with Bonters. I actually found room for Bont there. Just, we say it every week, but what the guy does, you notice, and I think the umpies will always remember him, this big, tall, woolly-headed bloke who just kills it. Yeah. So, half a vote. Yeah, half a vote for that. Big, big, tall, woolly-headed fella. Yeah, I've uh, just copied your votes there exactly, Buds. Um, Toby Green with the one. He was yeah, outstanding again. You are another, smart, another four man. goals, He's mate. been really good this year. On fire. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Captaincy's, Captaincy's done him some real good, real good stuff. Anyway, I'll move on to the next game. So, Cats-Eagles. Um, Mitch Duncan, three votes. Mate, the barrel sealed it for me. No, um, it was good, but... I think how many goals he end up kicking? Four I think goals, one. Four goals mm. from a midfielder tw- to go with twenty six disposals, um, and he had thirteen marks around the ground. So yeah, you ain't not giving him your three. Yeah, Duncan's got my three there. Easy, easily the best yeah. on ground. Hundred percent, boys. When you look at those stats, I would say that is actually the most complete all round performance of footy yeah. I've seen so far this year. Unreal. Yep. Three um, uh, found two votes for Cam Guthrie. Thirty five disposals. Um, a few marks, a couple of tackles, but he just he racks the pill. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, he loves it. Loves yeah, it. there's plenty of room there for him to rack the pill um, with with the outs at Geelong. But um, yeah, he led the ground for contested possession, disposal, and clearances. So uh, he's got my two vote as well. Yeah, boys, Guth has got mine as well. Pretty much followed the uh, the best on the match report in this one, actually. Yeah, well, I um the three three Geelong midfielders here. So Ge- uh, Selwood for my one. Bloody, the bully is. Didn't make as many tackles as he has previously. Only got the two. But just just influential from what he did. So, yeah, 29 disposals. Yeah, one boat. Yeah, I had um, Captain Courageous there as well, mate. Um, Hawkins was unlucky. He had a very good game. Um, but it doesn't count for shit, so Selwood's got the one. <laughs> That's right, mate. Um, Selwood got my one as well, boys. Very good. Is that uh, a sweep? Clean sweep. It is a yeah, sweep, it's... mate. We haven't had a sweep in a little no, while. No, Someone's tough always bloody, yeah. Uh, all right, so next game, Sun Swans. Um, you love this bloke at the moment, Buds. Uh, Tuke Miller has got the three votes for me. I thought he was fantastic again. Nine tackles, nine clearances, um, shitload of the footy. Uh, he was, yeah, real good performance again. He just needs to hit the scoreboard, I think, a bit more, and, and I feel a lot more comfortable giving him votes. But, yeah, he was very good again. Yeah, I am so hot on him right now, boys. Um Yep, took, took, took the three. I actually went slightly different. I gave it to Noah Anderson. Um, so Noah had 34 disposals, uh, had seven marks, and was just everywhere on the ground. Um, what else did he do? Bloody six clearances. But um, the big thing for me is he had 536 metres gain. For midfielder, that's quite a lot. Normally, it's your defenders that get you. Your... jumped on ties, sneaky oh, little mate, criteria. I had there, a look, eh? and I've just gone... Mm, oh, that's worth mentioning, and it's not something I look at all the time. But yeah, I thought 
Tuke was just as bloody good. If, um, if you ever looked at the dogs' games, check out Steph Martin's meters gain. It's always negative. <laughs> always. He's really? al- he always got really? negative meters. He must just get it and handball backwards every time we'll or something. Kick it backwards. Yeah, backwards because he's always on the negative train. It's funny. Where anyway, <laughs> side note, uh, I had Anderson as well there for my two votes. Um, yeah, very good. Very good game. Uh, yeah, boys. Uh, likewise, two votes for Noah Anderson in that one. My two vote getter. Oh, apologies. Apologies. Yeah. No, I don't. I Ooh. don't. I've got him written down as the other. Yeah, the one that doesn't count for you know what. Oh, um, no, thought, sorry, got boys. none. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Oh. I've got Max King for two votes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a dominant enough performance up forward that he he, he won the game for them. Um, gee, I think I, I could have missed a trick there because I think I was tossing him up, but I've still got Max Kitten King written down, so I can't, I can't go against it, mate. Max King. Once it's on the book, it's bloody locked in, That's isn't it? right. Five goals, one. Normally, over five goals, I find it pretty hard to leave him out of the votes. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I actually... My two vote actually went to JPK. Josh Kennedy, mate. 40, 42 disposals. Seven tackles. Took a few marks. Um, if they, if Swans didn't have him, mate, they would have scored 20 points. So, yeah, JPK for two for me. It's hard when a team gets flogged by 40, but, yeah, I just thought... Yeah, yeah, I had him for the one, and it's just like he led the ground in in disposals, contested ball, and clearances. So three big big things there, and he had seven tackles, so he was just beast mode. Yeah, him and him a, and Parker in there were unreal. In a losing team, mate. Yeah, he was awesome. He he got my one vote as well there, boys, and it was Ben King. Apologies, not Max King. Yeah. Max is a saint, but yeah. I just think yeah, JPK's had to stand up now. The young ones are sort of a bit tired, so and he's doing well. But uh, my one vote. Um, actually found room for Ben Kingbards, but had to have Miller in there too. So yeah, I'll split them there. So Miller's probably unlucky he didn't get the two, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, next game, boys, was uh, the Lions and Carlton. Uh, found two blokes that were clear best ons for myself, um, and very similar players actually. I think. However, I just lent towards the guy that was in the team that won the game, and that was the Lions. So Hugh McGluggage got my three votes. Good all-round game from Hugh. Um, I struggle to sometimes give him votes just because he's not a huge name yet. But um, I think he's doing enough this year that he's going to get them. His name's literally Hugh. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't get much huger than that. (laughs) Mate, uh, McLuggage was shit out of luck not to get my three. Why didn't you give it to him? I gave it to Sam Walsh, mate. The loser? Best on ground for me. Best on ground for me. I know they lost. And I know they lost, well... Well... 18 points, three goals. But, mate, he had 33 disposals, hit the scoreboard. Hugh didn't. Got nine marks, made four tackles. I know he's on the losing team, but, mate, that guy's on fire. Probably right up there with Petraka for form at the moment. Yeah, so. I um, I went with McCluggage. He had 600 metres gain, and that's pretty big for a midfielder. Um, so, yeah, I had him there with the three buds. That's just like Ty. That's just Ty just giving you a little chop there. Oh, saying, mate. Hey, just so you know, when you touch on my stats, mate, you need to look at them mate, in I, every game, not just one. I know there. what sarcasm is, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, two votes. I went for Sam Walsh as well. He's the bloke that was best on for the other. Yeah, well, huge McCluggage got my two. I've actually... Um, he was huge for meters gained. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, <laughs> I've gone out of my box a bit here and I've given... Um, Harry McKay, the the two votes uh, with his six goals too. Wow, you're um, giving a goal kick whoa, to Are you okay? Yeah, mate. Um, and I felt bad about it, but I've given it to him. He, he did well. He's he's big big unit, isn't he? Taking some good marks and kicking some good goals. Yeah, mate. Bloody oath he is. And uh, 
Now, I've got Zorks written down as the unlucky one. Great game from the skipper there. Um, shit, Bards. He, he loses out due to, his, uh, due to his attitude still for me. I just don't think umpires like him. Just being a prick. And like I said, if you're hitting five goals or more in standard games, um, you're really hard to be left out of your votes. And Harry Mackay, um, yeah, he gave bloody... Uh, Harris, Harris Andrews a Yeah, that's mm. right. Yep. Swept the floor with him. All Australian. So, mate, yeah, Harry Mackay. When she's, I tipped him early in the goal, but I'm pretty excited about it. But, um, yeah, he was awesome, boys. One vote. Oh, I split them. Mackay and Zorko, half vote each. Of course you did. Zorks was bloody good, mate. 11 tackles. Yeah. He led that. Everywhere. He led the team, mate. And he'll play in midfield more now that Neil's not there and, and lead him. So, I wouldn't be surprised if... It's going to be hard to give him votes. Like we say, he's an arsehole to the umpires. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be hard not to give him votes, I reckon, if he's getting... All them centre bounces. So. Yeah, I've um, I went with Sam Walsh with my one vote there, and it was a toss up between him and Zorko, and it's because of that. Zorko burnt the f- shit out of the bar last year. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the factor, and, isn't and it? I the just, fact that it's last in my year, head every time. He played a lot of games that oh, they weren't as good as the one on the weekend, but he played a lot mm. of games that weren't far off them. That he should have got. And votes. he did not get votes, hey. So because he's a prick, yeah. it's just something to keep in mind that he's just not a vote getter. He has to be a real standout, even yeah. for his own performance, mm. to get votes for umpires these days. Alrighty, my game, my vote is it. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Right, D- oh. Demons, Tigers. Demons, Tigers. What a game on a Saturday night this was. Um, easy. Petraka, three votes. Named best of field. Won the medal. Did it all. Um, what do you have? 100,000 disposals. 38. 38. Seven tackles. Kicked a goal. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Tie. Easy yeah, three. mate. The Ferrari was uh, out of the garage, and he was on fire. 720 metres gained. I knew you'd be smiling about this game as soon as he oh. hit, hit the scoreboard a few times as well. Yeah, pretty he, got, metal. he got the three votes. Christian Salem for two. It's probably a career best game, I reckon. 39 disposals, and he kicked a goal, and he's a defender. Seven marks, and I think he had 786 metres gained high. That's correct. Yeah, well done. So, Good yeah, stat. two. Easy two. Um, yeah, I had him for my two as well. And um, I had a look at the coaches' votes um, yesterday, I think. He ended up with 10 coaches' votes. I think he votes. topped the coaches' so, votes, yeah, he? Yeah, he got the 10. Over Petraka. Five and five, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty good game from, from Salem. And he you can he stands out. He's got the haircut. Yeah, um, yeah, he's spot on. He does stand out, doesn't he? Um, like a blue-ass fly. But, uh, yeah, he's just not as good as... Um, Petraka, obviously. Um, a lot of people will say, well, Salem look, was more noticeable throughout the whole game. But for me, Petraka had 17 contested possessions. You look at Salem, six. So you know that he's just getting a lot more easy ball. So he's definitely not above Petraka there, but he got my two votes. Um, Petraka's ginger mate, Clayton Oliver, for one vote for me. 36 disposals, made tackles again. Yeah. Every week, it's just Petraka and Oliver in there. It's just a matter of what order and who else jumps in there. Yeah, I actually didn't quite get him in. He's very unlucky on my list. He is very fucking Um, unlucky. But because it was such a close game, I've given one to a Tiger. Close Um, game? They got flogged by like almost 40 40 points. points. No, no, they were right in it for majority of the game. I don't think they were ever in it. They they were right in it. (laughs) Didn't feel like it. Um, Anyway, I I saw this bloke um, (laughs) flying around everywhere. Shea Bolton. Another very good game for him, and he's starting to string a few real good ones together in a row. Um, kicked a goal, had a lot of metres gained, 508 of them. Um, yeah, and plenty of the footy, so I thought he was good. Um, granted, he was <coughs> definitely he definitely had a great game. Silky, Bolt. Silky um, skills. And 
And tell you what, pencil him in for 25 plus disposals from here on in. Well, well, for next week or two, because <laughs> he will go to all the centre bounces while Dusty's out again now. So, yeah, he's he's going to go next level over the next two weeks. But uh, definitely, Oliver was better than him. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> Uh All right, Dockers North. Um, this bloke was a clear best on ground, I reckon. Again, um, and he's 36 this year. Mop head Monday. Um, turning back the bloody clock, thirty disposals and three goals. Back the clock was he ever this good? I think he's always been this good. We just yeah, haven't been able to see past five. Um, yeah, that's yeah. right. So thirty disposals and three goals and eight clearances, um, mate. We've said it last year, uh, last week. He was just unreal then, and he was unreal again this week. Yeah. Um, for me, this was identical almost when I was reading these stats to what I thought about Dunks with an overall performance. So he was just yeah, shit it in best on ground for sure. Dunks. No, no, Mophead. When yeah. I said Mitch Duncan oh, had a great all-round When you game. said Dunks, I thought you meant oh, Dunkley, mate. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, Mophead's got it for me too. Um, he's supposed to be retired. He's that old. So that's how good he's going. Is, is he claiming pension and an AFL <laughs> salary? <laughs> mate, they, they, they better look into that. Freeman will want me in trouble there. All right. Um, very good. I had um, Caleb Sarong there with the two votes. Um, he was unreal um, as well, I think. More midfield time for him this game. Um, 677 metres gained he had. He topped the the day for that. Um, plenty of contested ball and, and just as well as in general, he was, he was unreal. Yep, yeah, he had a big game, young fella. So I'm with you, mate. You got two <laughs> votes for me. Five got my two, boys. Um, 34 disposals. I know he kicked four behinds and I wish he'd kick straight because that's starting to piss me off. But he had 23 of those disposals were contested. And 13 score involvements. He was just... And it's five. Is that like 10 mm. behinds in two weeks, Brent? Yeah, he's had um, 11 straight wow. behinds so, since his, like, his last goal. If he had to kick three of those goals, he probably could have pushed for the... One goal 11 this year. Yeah, see, that's mental. Concussion might still be affecting his balance <laughs> yeah. a bit, eighth hey, on the way in. But, Must mate, be. I couldn't go past him. It's five. He gets a vote over Sarong every day of the week if he plays like that. Yeah, I had um, five with the one vote there, Nev. Yeah, and it was just because he didn't kick the goals. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a copy and paste of you, Ty, and I had one for five, mate. So. Yeah. Well, I switched those last two, so it's wrong for one for me, boys. Uh, I must be up next, boys. Um, Hawks and Crows. Uh, Is this the hardest match for you to pick your votes? Oh, it was for me. It was for yeah. me too. It's Definitely. All the others I'll go bang, bang. But this, I, yeah, I had to have a think. Let me have a revision. Uh not for the three vote. I, I thought he was clear, uh, the three vote. The others, definitely. Um, the three vote, honestly, it just had to go to Ben Keys. I thought. Um, he had probably the best game of his career, but um, I've been monitoring him a fair bit this year because I just really like the way he goes about his footy. He's real aggressive. He's a beast. He's, um, his second efforts are huge. Um, I just think, he, to me, he takes a lot of his game out of Rory Sloan's game. Um, yeah, I know I love Sloaney. So uh, three votes for Ben Keys. He was, he was a beast. I actually squeezed um, O'Meara in front of him, mate. Um, main reason why is he pretty much led Hawthorne's team. Normally, it's Mitchell that does all the hard work, but O'Meara was the one that really stood up. He had 31 disposals, same as Keyes, kicked a goal. I know he had less tackles than what Keyes did, so maybe that's what got Keyes over the line for you. Well, the clearances too. Keyes, 10 clearances. Yeah, right. Led it by a mile. And 13 tackles. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I might have missed a trick there. But those there, tackles but... are huge for me. Yeah, yeah. They, they were definitely what nudged it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just yeah, I just leaned to O'Meara. So. Yeah, I had keys there as well. Um, he's yeah, he's getting there. Eh? He's he's a real ball magnet. He knows how to find it. And I think once he sorts out his disposal, he'll be that next level 
midfielder. He tends yep. to just sort of move it forward. Um, but I want to see him hitting some targets. But he got my three this week. Fair enough. And I had uh, Rory Laird, actually, for my two votes. Um, yeah, I just thought Laird... <coughs> on the right? Yes, sorry, I thought I was on the wrong game for a second there. <laughs> yeah, I just thought Laird slightly outshone um, your mate O'Meara there, Nev. Um, but very similar games. So, yeah, very, very interesting because I know Crows lost the game and I've gone a three and a two to the losing side, but it was so close. Yeah. It's not funny, so... Yep, Crows, well, Crows are only behind when the siren went, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, I actually had keys for two, so yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I had um, the Mustang there with my two votes. Um, O'Meara. He Finally was, rolled it out of the garage. Yeah, he's uh, warmed up the engine. Obviously, the old muscle cars take a bit to warm up, and um, he's got his car started eventually, six games in. He is a specimen. Um, and he was good, yeah. Yeah, a few, good. few good games in a row now. He's starting to look really like he's hitting his straps and hopefully, fingers crossed, staying injury-free. Uh, my one vote, boys, um, I don't know that you guys will have him, to be honest, but I just thought he was very dominant and he's the reason... At the end of the day, for me, he was the reason that this team actually won the game and that was Kaczynski um, for the one vote, kicking five goals, three, 14 disposals to go with it, but nine marks. So he was just a prominent figure and for me... If he doesn't do that, they don't win. Simple as that. So, um, And like I said, five goals in a game is very hard for me to leave out. Mate, I didn't leave him out. I actually found room for his tall mate up the other end too. Phil thought, I thought, fuck it, just give them both half a vote. <laughs> mate, they both kicked five goals. They were both dominant. Um, yeah, I know it's a rookie. He probably won't get it. And Phil and Kaczynski probably won't get it either. But I thought, fuck it, half each. I thought they were good enough, mate. They were... They were big parts of why their team scored what they did. So what did you think, mate? I thought it was unreal effort from the both the big boys. <laughs> he didn't catch on, did he? Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I, it again. <laughs> I didn't, didn't have either of them. Uh, I thought they cancelled each other out for votes. And uh, I've gone with another big bloke, Rolly O'Brien. Um, I thought he was bloody enormous. 40 hit-outs, um, 20 disposals, and had four clearances of his own. So um, yeah, I thought he was like, leading from the front there, feeding keys and... Um, yeah. Yep. Now, hey, Good before game. we get on to Nev here for the next round, just want to make mention, Ty, you mentioned something a little while ago in your metres gained. Yep. Um, About 1,000 metres in a game. Yes. So I had to look through a few figures, not, not just in this game, but I only look at it every now and then, and it just happened to bob up. Um, Paul Seedsman... 996. Oh, you did? Yeah. You did look. He yeah. doesn't he miss it, mate. I was interested yeah. to see he if you picked up on it. I had a, had a You're spin, all over mate. it, aren't you? He sees every 996 um, metres. He takes a lot of kickouts, doesn't he? I don't know, seat, mate. Seat, yeah. But he fell full short. Does, so. I went, yeah. geez, I wonder if Ty will see this this week. If he got a 1,000, he would have been in Shit, there. I thought I had one over you. <laughs> no, mate, I'm all over that. I can, I can feel it. a lot of his possessions in the midfield this week. So probably three quarters of them. So I don't even think he got a kick out, to be honest, looking at the heat map. So, yeah. But anyway. good on him. Good All on right, him. never let you have a go, mate. Anzac Clash, boys. Um, was a good game. Something wasn't good about it, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Darcy Parrish, mate, three votes. Easy, won the medal. Only the second bloke ever to get 40-plus disposals in an Anzac Day Clash. Can't get past him. Was bloody dominant. I'm glad he hit the scoreboard too, just to top it off. Yeah, that's right. Equal Dane Swan's record for most disposals in the Anzac Clash. Um, and, yeah, he was unreal. Um, he looks strong. Yeah, tip your hat to that, boys. Um, yeah, easily. Two for me. Zach Merritt. Got my two votes. Um, 34 disposals. Um, got tackles, got marks. Just did what he does. He just gets the ball, moves it forward, pass it sideways, moves it forward. Yeah, just, yeah. 
big, big in the reason why his team was so good. Yeah, I had um, metal side ass with my, uh, steel <laughs> side bottom <laughs> with my two votes. <laughs> You're working on that one, aren't um, you? No, nah, it just came to me. Um, he had he had twelve tackles and forty four pressure acts for the game. Um, led clearances as well. Uh, I thought he was, he was pretty good for Collingwood. Because they've got no midfielders yeah. left. Exactly, well, he's got to play as there. well, boys. Um, my two votes went to uh, McDonald, Tip and Woody. Um, yeah, I'm all about the occasion when it comes to Anzac Day. And uh, he didn't single-handedly get him over the line, but his highlight package is awesome. And when that... Like, he's a cult hero too. So when that guy kicks a goal, and he does something special. The crowd roar that loud. You've got a capacity crowd there, or close enough to 85,000. Um, mate, he just bloody... He lifted that whole team and, and every Essendon supporter in the crowd. And I just I just can't see Umpires looking past that memorable stuff. So, yeah, two votes for him. I like what you're putting down there, Bards. Tippin Woody got my one vote. The five goals. They only lost... They only won by... I mean, he really did bugger all apart from it, mate. But it's just the occasion for Mate, me. they won side. by 24. So his goals won it for him. Yeah. Definitely did. Tippin Woody um, for one. I haven't given him a vote. And it's because he had 10 touches with yep. his five goals. Um but he'll probably get a vote because of what you said, just the occasion and um, and um, pumping the crowd up. But um, yeah, I've gone with Zerit, um, Zach Merritt for my one. Um, I thought he was good enough and, and he may have even snuck up there in front of side bum. So um, I'll put him in there with the one. Yeah, and mate, I also had Merritt for one vote there. Um, side, <laughs> side bottom, I thought was easy, Collingwood's best, but took note of the coaches' votes in this one as well. And um, yeah, oh, and the Anzac votes as well. Like there's a fair bit to look at over this game and... None of them had side bottom in there. It was so, just which unlucky, I found interesting. Yeah. Very unlucky. <laughs> All which, which right. One? Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> um, so Port Saints as uh, the final game of the round. Beauty. We'll um, through this one. So I had Ollie Wines there. Um, he was outstanding. 36 disposals. Um, had two goal assists, eight clearances. Um, he played a really, really good game um, and won the Peter Badco medal for best on ground. So um, champ. Good observation, mate. Um, I also had Ollie Wines. Uh, he only just pipped this other young bloke who was breaking the lines left, right and centre. But this other young bloke who gets the two votes, he's not really a name just yet, but I think he'll be formidable next year. So, Wines. I actually uh, missed that it, Wines won that medal, so that's probably put my votes to bed. But uh, <laughs> I went with that young fella, Bards, in Carl Amon. That's um, him. 34 disposals. I think he had 100 of those in the first half. Mate, he was on fire. He had 15 marks as well. A lot of those across the back line. But, um, yeah, he got my three because I just thought he was fucking unreal. Yeah, uh, I had aim on there as well. Lots of um, outside play. Um, just getting that dish off, probably from wines uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then he'd be the one delivering it inside 50, so he was very good. Yeah, he had, he had six contested possessions as opposed to wines. It's 13, I think it was. So, yeah, big deal. But... Uh, yeah, Carl Amon obviously got my two votes too, boys. Yeah. Uh, Wine's got my two. Yeah. And, Probably should have had him um, the other way around, but bugger. Lucky last, uh, Houston, we have a problem. Uh, Port Adelaide are back on the winning train. Uh, so Houston has got my one vote. I thought he he's playing midfield now, obviously, um, at the moment. And um, shoulder looked fine on the weekend, um, which was a concern going into the game. But yeah, I thought he was very good. Yeah, I found the, the one vote pretty tough, boys. So I just went with the, the, the noted vote, get it to be honest with you. And he also was second in clearances, one behind wines. That was Travis Boak, obviously. Um, yeah, just, just the bigger name, really. Got him over the line for me. 
Well, I went completely different. I actually went with Saints best. Seb Ross for me got, ooh, half vote. Um, In a 60-point drubbing. Yeah, I know, but I just thought he was really good for them, mate. Um, Fair enough. But I split it with uh, Motlop. I know he only got 15 disposals. He only kicked three goals, mate, but he was just lively. I just remember seeing him a lot. Um, the other bloke who was lively was Fantasia as well. Sometimes those small forwards don't get the 25-plus disposals, but the 15 that they get, they're very, very memorable. That's why I had, yeah, had to find room for Motlop there. Beauty. That's yeah. a wrap on the votes, I think, fellas, isn't it? So we might uh, head over to Ty for the temperature check, boys. Let's see who's hot and who's not in the Brownlow medal count at the moment for the bar. Alrighty. Uh, welcome to Tybo's temperature check. Um, just having a quick look through um, who's hot and who's not at the moment. So... Uh, sitting top of the leaderboard at the moment, we've got Jackson McRae and Christian Petraka um, doing pretty well, but it's it's a tight little race that uh, we've got brewing at the moment. Uh, we'll have a quick look at McRae first. Um, he's got six votes in his last three matches, um, only missed one uh, one game, so he, he's got votes in five out of six games so far this season. Uh, his run ahead, um, well, the, the Dogs run ahead, they've got Tigers, Blues and Port Adelaide. Uh, so Tigers and Port uh, are going to be pretty tough games. Blues have um, Ed Kerno, so he may get a tag maybe from from Kerno. I'm not sure who he'd take in that um, in that Dogs lineup. Probably Trelaw actually. If I was going to tag someone, it, it'd probably be Trelaw. I think um, he might be the easiest one to sort of nullify at the Dogs. Um, so just on uh, that Tigers game, um, Dusty will be out for that uh, with his concussion. Um, last time these guys met last year, Dusty got the three votes and uh, McRae took the two votes and a 41-point defeat uh, to the Dogs. So uh, Doggies lost by 41 to the Tigers. McRae had 37 touches and only four clearances. So it wasn't really a big standout game or anything, but um, the form he's in at the moment, he's, I reckon he'll crack 40 against them um, and get the three votes. So there you have it. Um Christian Petraka, uh, he's got Ruse, Sydney, and Blues. Uh, so Sydney have Hewitt, that tag. Blues have Kerno. Um, oh, he's a pretty tough bloke to tag, I think, especially he's one of those those guys that goes forward and kicks goals as well. So, um, yeah, uh, in the corresponding matches last year against the Ruse and the Blues, Christian Petraka got three votes in both of those games. So, um, yeah, watch watch him here. He likes playing against these guys by the looks. Um, he's also on fire at the moment. Eight votes in his last three games. So, um, yeah, he's, he's really starting to turn it on. Uh, and David Mundy is uh, the other bloke that's running hot at the moment uh, for me. Um, his next three games is, is a tough one because he, he doesn't get tagged or anything. People look at him as like old Mophead Mundy, 36 years old. Um, why would they? Why would they run someone with him? So, but he's really turning it on lately. So, maybe teams need to have a look at him. Uh, but he's got three tough games coming up: Eagles, Lions, and then Essendon. Uh, so he may get, you know, one or two votes here. But I, I wouldn't expect Frio to beat uh, any of those teams. I don't think so. But you never know. Uh, Monday, Mophead Monday could turn it on. Um, who else have we got? Um, Bards, Bards has Clayton Oliver running pretty hot at the moment. 
um, his ride on him. But um, yeah, we've gone through their their draw coming up. Ruse Sydney Blues. Um, yeah, it depends who who gets tagged. You know, if if teams are going to run with try and run with Petraka um, or Oliver. Um, you know, when when Demons played um, Cats a couple of weeks ago. Um, they sort of jump between the two, so I think a team just needs to stick stick to one of them and try and knock one of them out of the game, um, whether it be Oliver or Petraka. Um, who knows? They're both pretty tough little humans or big humans. Um, so wines, um, Nev's got wines um, rated pretty highly. Um, Bards and I both have him on about five votes, I think. Um, so he's his run ahead. Lions um, away up at the Gabba. Um, and then crows and dogs at home, so uh, it's a pretty tough draw. Um, yeah, crows in that um, that showdown clash uh, should be a ripper of a game. Um, Wines is in good form; he's getting plenty of the footy, so we'll see how that turns out. None of those teams run any any tags or anything like that, so he's clear in that sense. Um, and Lockie Neal's out for the Lions, so um, yeah, Port may give it a red hot shake up in Queensland. Uh, Sam Walsh is up there for us. Um, he's he's actually polled in all but one game for myself this year. I think he may have polled in every game for Nev this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's actually got one of the toughest runs in the next next three games. Uh, Dons, Dogs, and D's. So best chance of votes would be that first game, I'd say, um, against the Dons. Uh, they they may very well. Um, take a win there but um, the other two they're playing the undefeated dogs and d's so and that'll be a tough one um you got luke parker up there he's um he's got to really stand up with these youngsters slowing down a bit uh he may get one or two votes in the next three games but it's a pretty tough run ahead for him um have a quick look at the ones that are running cold dusty uh it's hard to say he's running cold he got a three vote unanimously I think um, two weeks ago but um, he's got no votes this week um, concussion next week so he will be running cold it's probably a um, yeah we're a step ahead of ourselves here um, he's out with a concussion uh, then they've got the cats and the giants so um, no no tag from the cats obviously last time they played he was best on ground in a bloody grand final uh, so yeah he may just tear it up Hopefully not. Uh, and then the Giants, um, who he's also dominated in a grand final, funnily enough, uh, and took another medal home. So, um, yeah, Dusty, uh, you know, he's got three three times he's polled this year and they've all been best on grounds. You mentioned it, Bards. Um, when he polls, he polls big. So uh, look for him to bounce back. <clears throat> uh, Tex, uh, he went three 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 to start the season. Haven't seen him since. He's he's kicked a few goals, but um, he's just not uh, lighting it up as he was earlier on. Uh, he's got Giants, Port, Port, and Eagles coming up in the next three. They all give up goals um, to the key forwards. Um, the Eagles backline is in turmoil at the moment with um, outs to Hearn, McGovern, and the like. Um, so a couple of big bags. Um, they might just get Tex back in. Um, in contention here in the votes uh and who else we got down there uh jack Steele. so he i've got him as running cold at the moment but uh to be honest it's probably just the team that's that's running a bit cold um 
you know, he's been putting his heart on his sleeve and, and dominating, playing really, really well. Um, but uh, they're just not getting the wins. So uh, they're really going to need to steal a few wins uh, if he's going to poll some more votes. So um, Hawks, Suns, Cats, they've got O'Connor will maybe be pushing it to get back by then um, to tag. Um, the other two games are winnable and, um, yeah, well, they could beat the Cats as well, you know, if they turn it on. They're very fast-moving team, so, um, yeah, they may just zip straight on through um, the Cats' defence. Uh, and then if they're winning, Jack Steele's playing well and he's getting three votes, so uh, he may bounce back there as well. And one last one here that I've got that I really wanted to talk about, Max Gorn. <clears throat> so... Uh, he's he's right up there on our list um, and should have a field day in his next three. So we went through those uh, with Petraka Ruse, Sydney Blues, uh, who he's playing. Um, yeah, he loves playing against North Melbourne. Averages 37 hitouts and a goal a game in his career against North. Um, Swans don't have a ruckman at the moment and he dominated Pitnet last year. Uh, got two votes in the Brownlow medal. Um, Petraka obviously got the three up there, but... Um, yeah, Max, uh, look for him to dominate. And, and if he's um, smashing these guys in the ruck, um, you know, those other two boys that we spoke about, Petraka and Oliver, um, are going to reap the rewards as well. So look for those three to skyrocket in the next um, three weeks. And there you have it. That's the temperature check. Righto, so following on from temperature check, boys, we're going to get into our uh, top five for our current vote counts individually here at the bar. Um, not as a collective, just individually. So it's just for those that play along at home that might be interested in having an early bet uh, on the markets. Um, so, boys, very quick and easy. We're just going to read out, uh, obviously, our top five, even if a few are tied in there. So for me, um, she's a pretty packed little... Well, as you probably just mentioned, I guess, in the check there too, Ty. It's a packed little... Contest at the top at the moment. Dustin Martin on nine votes is tied with Taylor Walker, Clayton Oliver, and Jack McRae for me. Um, so that's a four-way tie at the top. I suppose the biggest things to take out of that temp check is the, you know, that road ahead with Dusty missing a game and things like that. Um, tied for second then is uh, Christian Petraka and Dave Mundy. Um, so yeah, probably the only name I didn't expect to be in there is Mundy at this stage. How many votes do they have? Tex, obviously. So Mundy and Track both on eight. Just yep. the one behind. McRae, Tex, Dusty, Oliver. Log jam. Right. Um, I've got Petraka on top on ten and a half, obviously, with weighted averages. Um, Oliver Wines on second, 9.5. He's up a little bit higher than I thought he would be. Um, Dusty Martin, nine. Taylor Walker, nine. And then I've got Clayton Oliver and Sam Walsh on eight and a half. Few different names there, Nev. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. so big ones probably wines there, I reckon. And I've got Sam Walsh pretty high, pretty high on him. Gee whiz, cool, cool. Um, but oh, track yeah, leading, wines there. track yeah. leading, mate. Yeah, a clear point in front for me. <clears throat> um, yeah. And quickly, oh, you're still going, mate. Yeah, Ty will talk. Ty just spoke about it, but Tracker's run and the Demons' run is prime, I reckon. So yeah, yeah. Expect him and Oliver to keep shooting up the board. That's right. All right. Um. So I have uh, McRae and Petraka there leading on 10 votes. Uh, then th- well, next uh, on nine, I've got three-way tie between um, Tex, 
uh, Mundy, Moped Mundy, and Dusty Martin. Love so, a three-way. Um, yeah, a bit of a three-way there. And I was just having a look, and Wines, I've got him all the way down on five votes. Oh, okay. Mate, so, I think I've got him on five yeah, too, actually. Five a, or six, so yeah. yeah. He's down the track, but no, he's, he's been playing well. Mm. Very good, lads. All right, let's get in under the pump. So under the pump. So first question, guys. Um, Bill from Brizzy. He said he's on your boy, buds. Mackay is killing it. Is he worth jumping on now for the Coleman? Um, good luck jumping on him. He's bloody tall as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, he's oof, he's he's their only real target up there that's kicking goals. So um, yeah, you're not wasting your money putting it on him. Definitely a chance. Yeah, mate. I still really, really like him. There's a few probably ahead of him, but I, I like him. He's going to be that little bit of value. And um, he's beating the, some of the best defenders in the game too, which is huge. Agree, mate. I don't. I think it's worth jumping on him now. Yeah. Mm. I think he's got every chance. Get on him. Righto. Next one. Um, Andrew from the Gold Coast. A few Queensland boys this week. Um, Great name, mate, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Do you know when team markets are out for the brown low? Um, as in, like, team markets for the Brownlow. So, best yep. on their team. Tuke Miller, I think, is in career best form. Want to have a dabble on him for the most votes for the Suns. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, they well, they sort of come out randomly throughout the year, don't they? I think they? team markets are normally yep. sort of last Well, so I'll jump in real quick, boys. So, team markets came out even this week, but literally, if you jump on it, um, it's only Western Bulldogs that's there currently. So, okay. it's very sporadic. Um, so just, you've just got to keep an eye on it. So just keep an eye on it. Yep. But is Toot going to get it? Um, I'd say yes, but I'd say he's probably going to be the shortest there too uh, in price. So you want to jump on as soon as it's released. Ty? Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, his only real danger there is probably Greenwood. I've actually got no Anderson or more votes than him <coughs> at the moment. Okay. So, But I think Toot will run over the top. So, yeah. You made a decision there. He's too yeah, good. Proud of you. He's too good. Yeah, mate. Um, so... Uh, this one's from Jack. Don't know where he lives. Probably in Australia, probably. Um, who, who gets Dunkley's mid-time? Uh, probably Trelaw, I think. Um, he's he started to make his way in there. Started out on the wing, but he's made his way in. Um, and he's been dominating in there. So I think he'll just take up the slack that yeah, he's left he'll, behind. he'll take more prominent um, time in there. And that young Lipinski will come on that wing, I'd suggest. I reckon Lockie Hunter will run through the middle more now. Now that Dunks is out, I reckon he'll be the one that rotates through there. Because he did it last year and tore it up. But he just he can't even get on the wing this year, so I reckon he'll jump yeah. to the wing. Yeah. Fair. So we'll see what happens. Uh, last one, guys, of the night is where is it? Let me bring it up. Um, which three combined poll higher on Brownlow night? Bont, McRae, and Trelaw. Yep. So the yep. dogs boys. Bont, McRae, Trelaw. Yep. Or Petraka, Oliver, and Biney. Bont, McRae, Trelaw by about that's a, 15 That's votes. a ripping question. By how many times? 15. Because <laughs> you can't do that. Well, Viney's not going to be scoring that many uh, compared to Bont, Quick, McRae or Trelaw. So um, maybe 10. <laughs> I think also the dogs purely because I Viney think Viney will get tipped out. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on the Viney D's then just down. because you two blokes. But Petrak is winning it. Not the first time you him. said you get on a D, Nev. <laughs> That's enough, Ty. It's <laughs> enough from you. Righto. That's under best? the pump, done. What are your best, mate? <laughs> Very good. Shit. Short and sharp this week. But uh, once again, thanks for getting the questions in. 
And um, hopefully we'll hear a few more again yeah, next week. Yeah, keep them coming, guys. We're, there's only a couple this week, so we want to get a few more in there. All right, boys, let's get on to the bar's best bet. Righto, boys. So, bar's best bet last week. Um, God, boys, unfortunately, uh, it's, I know it's starting to wear a bit thin, but we did fail just by the one leg again this week. One kick. Thankfully. So, as we say at the bar, you're not a loser if you're getting your money back, are you? But, but you're not oh, excruciating to watch that last quarter of footy, Nev. Uh, talk us through it, mate. Three legs again, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. Stringer kicked his goal in the third quarter, I think. And I was actually sitting next to Tybo while watching it. And we just slapping legs, slapping backs, punching each other. We were <laughs> pretty happy, done. mate. We were pretty happy. And then uh, Merritt hit his, thir- hit his 30, I think. 25, yeah, he, whatever he it was, early. mate. He hit it in the third quarter. Like, we were all up and about. And then uh, Brody Grundy needed four disposals that last quarter. Just needed to ice it for us, Yeah, didn't he? got three, the dog. Yeah. Yeah, needed a kick or a handball. Just touch it once more. Take it out of the ruck and handball it. But no, I'll just tap it. Yeah, mm. Brody. Flog. He just Flog needed Grundy. a free kick as well. He had one free kick with, I think, two minutes on the clock. Yeah. And had his kick. And we're like, oh, yeah, easy. Here we go. Just, need a one just more kick touch. a goal, get a free kick in the middle. As you do, but no, couldn't get bloody near it. Flog Grundy, I call him. Yeah, so Brody, mate, the bar is officially off ya, mate. But, um, God, four disposals in one quarter. For a bloke like that, surely you're getting it. But, um, I don't know, it's a bit of a curse at the moment, fellas. But anyway, onwards and upwards, I am here, boys, this week. And I'm ready to lift us up from the uh, doldrums here. Is that the word? I don't even know if that's a word. Oh, but, um, kind of. <laughs> Boys, I'm ready to go. Now, you know I've been a bit up and about about my sons lately. Um, I'm just really liking the footy that they're delivering. And they take on uh, a weakened pies outfit uh, this week. And I think also the Anzac Clash would have taken a fair bit out of those blokes. Um, I love what the sons are doing at the moment with their moving in the footy and their control of the footy out of their back line too. And I just don't believe that the Collingwood Magpies have enough depth in that midfield at the moment to be able to shut them all down or do as good a job as they previously have in past years. So, Pye's been rolling the dice with the likes of Dugowie, Dacos, you name it, they're floating through there. Um, but none of them are really responsible for their man. And we've got blokes at the Suns that, in my opinion, are in the form of their life at the moment. So, we're going in with the first leg. It's purely disposals, and it's all Gold Coast Suns. And we're going with David Swallow um, to get 20 disposals. Uh, this bloke flies under the radar. When he plays the Pies, boys, he plays really, really good footy. Um... It's like him and Pendles match up almost against each other, um, but they don't see each other for the whole game. They just part seas and um, do their thing, mate. So I expect him to get 20 disposals without you even noticing. Um, Noah Anderson is definitely in the career best form, and he's getting anywhere between 25 and 33 disposals at the moment. So I think 20 disposals for him is safe. He's young enough that the the opposition teams don't give him enough respect yet to even when the ball's turned over, run with him, really. He just gets to do his thing, go about it. Um, and the bloke that I'm absolutely loving at the moment uh, is Took Miller, and I'm getting him in there. He's the big vantage point here for 30-plus disposals in this one. So I know it's a big ask, but I just love the way Took's playing footy at the moment. Levi Greenwood is out of the side in the Anzac Clash. He's their only tagger, if Collingwood have a tagger. I don't see them bringing him back in purely because... I think they would look at the Suns as opposition and say, I believe, you know, Bucks would believe that he sees this as a winnable game without needing a tagger. So I don't see him coming in. Hopefully that means Toot can deliver, he can rack up, and uh, 
that multi for those three blokes, boys, is going to pay us four dollars, four dollars twenty-five or thirty if you're boosting it. So, um, gee, boys, let's hope we can deliver. Hey, we are overdue, but like we said, we've been getting the money back, but it's not good enough. It's time for a victory. We want to win. I don't mind that, buds. Sounds like really a good don't bet. Colin will give up so much <clears throat> pill to midfielders, especially and defenders, and those boys, yeah, love it. All right, let's hope for the best. Hey, fingers bloody crossed. Get after it. So that is it, boys. Um, obviously, we'll all be on that bet and uh, on the edge of our seats. Hopefully, in the hopefully it doesn't even get to the last quarter, which is yeah, it's, it's good when it happens early. <laughs> but um, that's it for another week, boys. Um, until next week, please stay tuned. Keep listening. Throw questions at us. Um, even if you want to DM us, we might get back to you. If you want to throw us up a couple of questions as to who's who's sitting where on the vote count, because we're only giving you the top five at the moment. So if you want, if you're interested in other players, by all means, hit us up. We're happy to write back and let you know. Definitely, yeah, I, yeah. We we just need we like that constant communication between our, our fans and our listeners, and yeah, anything we can help you with, yeah, we're, yeah. we're doing the hard work, so you don't have to. That's right. Uh, yeah, hit us up on our um, socials. Our Twitter is um, at the Brownlow Bar, and Facebook is the AFL Brownlow Bar. So. Yeah, so get into us, send us some messages, and um, a bit of feedback as well. We love a bit of that. Yeah, give us um, a like and a share too. Yeah. Share it with your mates. Get around it. Um, we'll have that post up this week on uh, shittest haircut in the AFL. So make sure you get onto that poll, and we'll bring the results to you live Should next be a week. Good laugh. All right, looking forward to next week, lads. We'll talk then. Catch you later. See ya. Au revoir.